Noi mai, haere mai, ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Today, a government U-turn, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern says the entrenchment clause in the government's three waters legislation was a mistake which the government is fixing. President of the Law Society, Fraser Barton, on that just after four. Minister Michael Wood says that the fallen kids riding a bike or walking to school was turning the streets into a jungle. New funds to help with that. And a taxpayers' union and Curia poll shows just 22% of New Zealanders support the public media merger of RNZ and TVNZ. That on the panel today. And this from the ABC. Mackay resident Gina Davies discovered her go-to recipe by accident years ago while making a sandwich. She accidentally topped it with both Vegemite and honey. She was hooked. What's your strange food combination? I would love to hear yours. Text me at 2101. Email the panel at rnz.co.nz. Oh, and the song Whisperer Monday. We say the lyrics, you say the song. Here we go. She's coming in 12.30 flight. That's it. With me, Guy Williams, presenter and comedian. Guy Lovely to have you on. Kia ora. Good to be here. Great to be here in the greatest country in the world, New Zealand, Aotearoa. Oh, happy Monday to you too, Guy. Really glad oh, to be here. Yeah. Um, and with us uh, just uh, after four, May Chen's coming in. May is a barrister at Public Law Toolbox Chambers. But to this first, um, I thought uh, this is a little something worth celebrating. To many of us, crafting might be relatively new, trendy even. Ceramics classes full to the brim. In this stressful age, we are all turning to pottery and macrame, aren't we? Not the 10 Talents Crowd Centre in Tarafati. They're beyond trend. They've been going 50 years, and this year they're celebrating this milestone birthday. With us is Gisborne's 10 Talents Craft Centre Committee President, Rexine McPherson. Rexine, welcome to the programme. Oh, thank you. Nice to be there. <laughs> I'm a bit <laughs> hey, nervous. <laughs> no, no, you're in safe hands, Rexine. Happy 50th uh, oh, for the centre. Yes, tell us about it. I mean, that's very unusual for a collective. Well, um, it was set up 50 years ago um, because local craftspeople needed somewhere to an outlet to sell their um, crafts that they were making. And they um, only worked in the weekend because obviously 50 years ago they had jobs. And um, they started in a wee shop at Makaraka and um, and then in the 80s they've moved to Ormond Road which is closer to the middle of um, Gisborne. And um, yeah, we've been going for 50 years. I've only been um, on the committee for three and president for two but... Um, we have a lot of local crafts people who supply different things, um, woodwork, knitted garments, wooden toys, pottery. Um, all it's all happening, yeah. Yeah, and Re- um, it's really popular. Guy's Re- got a question. Rexine, congratulations. This is so lovely. And 50 years is a truly am- amazing accomplishment. What's the secret to your longevity? Um, I'm not sure, but... Um, it is a popular place. We've had tourists and people from out of town who just who say, "Oh, there's nothing like this where they're from." Um, and I think, especially lately, there's been a resurgence 
Um, people have wanted to knit again. Um, people are going back to wearing jerseys because of the warmth. Um, it's a great place for um, Christmas and birthday presents and baby showers. And yeah, it's just something a little bit different. It's a little old fashioned, but very popular. And um, a lot of the things I guess you can't get anywhere else. Um, people send a lot of things overseas for presents and yeah, no, it's just Keeping it local, Rexy, and I understand 50 years on, the other thing about this collective is that you're, as I understand, you're quite a thriving commercial enterprise. Well, we are. We actually deal with thousands of dollars and we also sell um, commercially um, made wool and carded wool for spinning. Um, we have a possum merino outlet that we get gloves and things from and they're really popular to send overseas or during winter but um, we do keep it local and um, and then we um, the money that we um, keep from the, our suppliers um, our craftspeople we keep 25% and sell on wow. the other half this is just fantastic. So you're going so strong. Um, and, and listeners, uh, text me, what craft are you involved in and why do you love it so much? Rex, the only craft I've done was when I was 15. I was at Nelson College and I made my own pillowcase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think I learnt to sew at intermediate, but um, I knit for the shop. Okay, you're a knitter. Yeah, I do other things out of... Um, the shop I quilt and things. What about you, Guy? Uh, I um I almost cut my finger off doing woodwork at, also at Nelson College. Um, oh, I, we have I, some lovely woodwork. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I love the sound of this. This is so wholesome. If What's the gateway drug to get into crafting? Mm. Like, what's the interest? Should I get into knitting? Where should I start? <laughs> oh, you might like to start with woodwork. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared. I mean, during lockdown, knitting, you would have seen on TV that knitting became popular again and um, we only want quality garments um, which excludes Guy it sounds like <laughs> <laughs> veil reference to Guy you're yep. not going to put your stuff in yep. there <laughs> yep. um, yeah, the money that we um, keep we pay 75% to our suppliers and we keep 25% and that pays for our overheads in the shop and we donate money to local causes in Wonderful. the community. Rexine, do you get kind of sad when you look at modern society? I mean, mm. I buy things, and when the button falls off, I give them to the thrift shop. Like, I'm horrible with fast fashion that's obviously polluting <laughs> our world. Do you see kids these days and go, they're, they're losing their way a little bit? Oh, yes, because I'm a former teacher, mm. and um, I don't know. There's, yeah, people don't have hobbies um, these days. Um, or interest, and I don't know how you get on if you don't have a hobby. Hobby, I don't know how you fill your day. And um, I mean, when I was young, growing up in Auckland, Dad used to fix our toys, or we used to take our dolls to the doll hospital in K Road. Oh gosh! <laughs> wow! A doll hospital is such a lovely idea, and it's just like it's it's, it's interesting how we had so many parts of society fixed, like yeah. sorted out, and now we just get our plastic toys and we chuck them in the oh, river, yeah. don't we? So it's so much. Oh it's yeah! So, it's so nice to get a, like a, a taste of what used to be and how yeah. things probably yeah. should be. Yeah. You can go to the dump on Boxing Day and see half of people's Christmas. 
You know, there's some advice. The toy's already there. broken. Dad, <laughs> Dad Rick, made wooden padded tennis bats for all the kids in the street. And tell me, yeah. what, what advice, Rexine, would you give to other collectives around the country? Uh, we're talking about Gisborne's 10 Talents Craft Centre. So they've been in 50 years. It's a milestone birthday. Uh, they're a very successful and thriving commercial enterprise. What advice would you give, be it, uh, you know, Whanganui or in Dunedin there or Christchurch or Auckland or smaller centres, Matamata, those smaller craft centres or those collectors, what advice would you impart to them? Uh, well, I think it, um, we have an amazing um, roster of volunteers. You have to be reliable, like someone might work the second Tuesday of the month or, the, you know, regardless of what date it is. Um, yeah, I think you have to be consistent. You're, 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 um, what you're selling has to be of quality and a little bit different. And um, but you I'd, do need those reliable people. And you know, it's yeah, people reliability. Hearing like they used to. Oh, I'm so sorry, Roxanne. Like everything you're saying, reliability, consistency is. I don't tick any boxes here whatsoever. I feel bad, and yeah, it's interesting how society has changed. And uh, yeah, you're making me long for a previous time when you know when people. No, it's so wholesome. It really makes me feel good about the world, Roxanne. You're a legend. <laughs> that, that's what we got you on, Rexine, to inspire uh, panel listeners about, you know, there are such wonderful um, people and committee people like you. So there you go. So reliability, consistency, if you're a volunteer, do turn up. Uh, and just finally, Rexine, uh, are you looking for other crafts? You have things like soft toys. You've got dried flower art. You've got your woodwork. Uh, you've got your... Wait, dried flower art? I'm going to call you out on that. That's not a thing. <laughs> Rexine? Um, well, we've sort of covered the spectrum, really, with the woodwork and the knitting, sewing, um, pottery, toys. Yeah. Um, is dried flower art a thing, or is that something Wallace is doing? <laughs> We're looking for more um, volunteers, though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rixine, lovely to have you on the program. And, oh, thank uh, look, you for having me. The pleasure. <laughs> Happy birthday, and uh, thanks for uh, thanks for being on the program. That's uh, Rixine McPherson there, Gisborne's 10 Talents Crafts Centre Committee president there. Uh, the song was for uh, We Say the Lyrics, uh, You Tell Us the Song. She's coming in 12.30 flight. If you missed it, that's the uh, that's what you've got to guess. What's the song? Jeannie says the song is Tomorrow Night by The Front Lawn. No, it's not. Uh, and uh, Louise says the doll hospital in Auckland is still going strong. A family member has just had several old porcelain dolls restored by them, ready for her grandchildren to enjoy. So, wow. I've I, I wonder where it is. I doubt it's on K Road. It's something for your show, perhaps. Yeah, I would be so interested in a doll hospital and people who are with, with, with uh, you know, that's that's what we all need to be doing, restoring our goods as opposed to throwing them in the river like I've been doing. Uh, also to uh, Michael in Christchurch says, the best combination of food I learned on my OE in Denmark in 91 was on either a cracker or baguette was, get this, blue cheese like a Stilton or Rockford with honey. And Michael says, Everybody should try this. So mm. strange food com- combinations this afternoon. We discussed that. I want yours. I'll tell you mine at 25 
past four. All right, the time for I've been thinking. Now, Mate Chen is our other panelist. She's going to be joining us just after four. Uh, Guy Williams, take it away. <laughs> You've got a long time. <laughs> just to put this in perspective, Wallace looked around the studio for who's going to talk, and he saw an empty chair and another empty chair. He's like, oh, I've got to go to Guy. So here I, I am. I did not. I, I, well, I, sort of did. I, yeah. I want to. I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you. Um, I, I want to talk about the football World Cup because obviously it's been controversial, and I just wanted to prove, uh, point out that the the sports washing is working. For a start, I am obsessed with the football World Cup. It's one of my favourite events every four years, and it's so hard to avoid. But um, shame on FIFA and Qatar for organising such an unexclusive event. Obviously, Qatar is very discriminatory against um, gay people. And anyone who is outside the, you know, the, the, the norm in that country, their, their, their track record on human rights and women's rights is very, very poor. Um, and FIFA has organized this. And it's so interesting to see how even my friends now will be like, well, you can't protest against the Qatar World Cup because you haven't been protesting against um, the plight of Muslims in China or something like that. There's so many um, people whataboutting or defending these horrible corporations who are like doing horrible things every day. And it's kind of strange to see sports watching, you know, working so effectively. But I understand why it does because the football is so, so good. And I must say, that's my next problem is that I'm addicted to soccer and it's ruining my life because there's too much of it. And when it's so, so good, it's uh, unmissable, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Messi's goals. Yeah. What's with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, What's with that? Well, even better than Messi, I think, was Australia almost yeah. beating him and knocking him out. Like, I really enjoy football for the underdog stories. Like And, everyone's, has, and hasn't, hasn't that been in the story y- this time around? Japan won a game with 18% position. <laughs> so it really is remarkable. So go Japan. Um, bad luck, Australia, but um, also I want to condemn FIFA and Qatar because we are forgetting that. It's it's so difficult, isn't it? I'm just next to the Dole Hospital in Glen Innes, Auckland. We go to the Dole Hospital tomorrow. Uh, she's coming in 12.30 flight. Rocket Man by Elton John, says someone. Guy Williams and May Chen with me this afternoon.